Welcome to the I Am Power Hour, soul-stretching success with me, Terry J. Walker. And me, Dr. Pat, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. We're the Soul Stretching Sisters, here to remind you that you are a star with a hit song to sing as you create greater. Aspire higher, live a whole lot larger, as we'll share stories, have a few laughs, maybe even some aha moments, as we help you feel more motivated, bark your spirit, and unleash your powered up, pumped up, I am possibilities. The soul stretch version, of course. So get ready to have some fun as we help you build up some serious spiritual muscle and accelerate to an abundant life, that life you deserve. Let's roll with the I Am Power Hour. Yeah. Yeah. That's. <laughs> yeah, let's roll, everybody. Uh, I'm Dr. Pat, and I get to do this show with Terry J. Walker. See, I have Power Hour. It is about soul stretching. But today it's a very special show. Um, really, really special show. You know, we think about our lives sometimes and we think about, you know, it, when we're in the middle of it and let's say we're back in school and we're going to school and we're taking classes and we're out there and we're like, ah, I think I'm going to get a master's degree in educational psychology and counseling. That was Terry. That wasn't me. I didn't have the guts for that degree. And and then you go, oh, but then I think I'm going to become a professional life coach. By the way, certified. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's Terry. Oh, and then, you know, I'm really good at coaching executives in a soul-stretching way. But I think I want to work with Jack Canfield because I want to learn about success. Now, here you sit and you get the COVID-19 scenario which has become both a blessing and a curse for people. No amount of words can really take the place of the loss of lives, but things have changed. And the question is, what happens when you're Terry and the light bulb goes on and says, oh, I created something called Bridging the Gap. It was something I created to help parents, educators, and children bridge the gap. Bridge the gap in how we communicate to each other. Bridge the gap in how we understand each other. Bridge the gap. So she has created a program, phenomenal program, the author of three books, but she has this gift in her hand to address the unusual the current and long time as well coming, the, let me just call them great divides that are happening right now between educators, parents, and kids. Now, how do I know that there is a great divide? Well, I don't know for, for sure. Terry does know. But I just look at the facts. And I still cannot get over, and I talked about this yesterday, Benny had to look it up for me, and I still am in awe on the teacher people, teachers of this one school that were not being heard because nobody knew how to bridge the gap and have even a conversation with these teachers, these educators, and they decided we're going to bridge our own gap, 
we're going to protest in my, our cars and we are going to honk our horns. And I want to say today, Terry J. Walker has got another way. Although the hon horn honking thing got, got my attention. Those teachers down there in Georgia. Terry, great to have you. Bridging the uh, gap. I am so happy to be here, Dr. Pat. And uh, we're going to start bridging the gap. And I hope all of us begin working together to bridge the gap uh, for the benefit, self-worth, and socialization enhancement of our children. Because now is the time more than ever. And I am so excited to be here uh, to be relaunching this program. And uh, it works. I've, I've utilized it in the past. I've gotten great reviews from it in the past. And with my experience and background, I, you know, years ago, Dr. Pat, I don't know if any of your listeners know this, but I started out in my early days as an intensive probation officer. I know. Yeah. I know. You know how I know. I, I, when I went back to school in California, I shared a room with probation officer. And so there are things I learned about probation officers and what they do, but I don't think our listeners knew you did that. Holy cow. Wow. Yeah, I did that. And, uh, I had a smaller, um, um, amount of people to work with because it, it hence the term intensive, uh, which gave us more time to work with kids and their families as an alternative to being shipped off to, um, you know, juvenile detention in prison. This was their last opportunity. So they gave us a smaller sure. caseload. And so that's how I began working with kids and families and, and providing counseling for them in an effort to keep them out of trouble. And then I went on to help develop a program in the community for uh, Drug Free Tennessee. And there I went to the school systems and taught and ran a program in the afternoons um, to help kids find alternatives and better behaviors and socialization and coping skills as to getting into trouble. And today that program is still going on, but I helped to develop that as part of the board of directors. And then I became the program director for that. So, you know, I've kind of, done a lot of these things. And then after I received my master's degree, I moved to uh, the big city and began working inpatient hospitalization, doing counseling and working side by side with psychologists, psychiatrists, and a great team of people and uh, providing intensive family therapy along with individual and group therapies. And after that, I moved up and became a program director to run a level three residential treatment center for kids who had been in trouble and had been incarcerated as a step down facility for kids uh, to move down. It was still a locked up unit. And I developed and ran that program with all the staff and put them in place and provided leadership for my for my staff and teamwork and understanding and training for them but then i also developed the entire program for those kids and mm -hmm. worked with them intensely along with family therapy to help move them back into the community and that was with the government in the state of tennessee so i've i've had a lot of these things that i've you know done and created but 
when all that was going on, Dr. Pat, I have to say, working with teens and all of that kind of stuff, it became like kids were having the same story, but a different face. Yeah. It was violence. It was abuse. It was alcohol and drugs. It was dual diagnosis, which were various diagnoses associated along with alcohol and drugs, such as alcohol and drugs and depression or bipolar or uh, borderline intellectual functioning, things like that. So um, I kept wondering, what were we missing? What were we missing with these kids? Because it just became a revolving door. So I backed down and I started researching and studying and hence I realized what we were missing was quality time with our kids from our educators and to help our educators to work with the parents and the families for the benefit and self-worth of this child. And then I started researching and I've had and found study after study that children between the ages of five and eight without an effective support system will more likely uh, go into having issues with depression, with coping skills, all of that, with if they do not have uh, a, a, a natural support system. And so what I'm trying to do is provide a support system by bridging the gap, hence getting parents and educators to work together for the socialization of our kids. And now with COVID-19, man, we need this more than ever because of the change, the stress, the concern, everything that is going on and swirling around us. And these kids are getting the brunt of some of this. And we've got to be able to figure out a way to turn that around. And that is why I am revamping and pulling Bridging the Gap back off the shelf. Well, and you know, what's, what's interesting about this is that that's the light bulb that went on for you. Yeah. Yeah. where you basically said one and one equals three, <laughs> right? Because right. you're looking out there in the world, you're seeing things firsthand. Um, I'm using the, the educators in Georgia as an example, because that's close to my family there. Um, but for real, what they're seeing is people going to the end of their rope and have no forum to begin to bridge a gap. Yep. But you already have experience and successful experience in this way. Yes. And I think that because of that, you know, Terry, it's not just the gap that we're seeing between people that are in the role now of educators, parents, because of what's going on, or even if kids go back to school, like I believe in Georgia, they're going back to school, that doesn't mean there isn't another different kind of gap to fill. And so what we're talking about is folks really making things up as they go. <laughs> yeah. They're making it up as they go. Yeah. But what if they didn't have to? Mm -hmm. What if you've already figured this out years ago something that's been proven that's been tried that works what if that could be now something that you do all over the united states maybe even all over the world i don't know how many languages you speak <laughs> but clearly what if there was a solution one 
tried and true, mm-hmm. Tennessee, saving our youth. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to hear more about this amazing approach that Terry has put together and many, many things about it that are beyond cool. They are really solution and possibility based, right? You know, when you have been a probation officer, when you have been an educator, when you have been a counselor, you know, when you have been on the front line, see, this is the front line of this, the responsibility, the accountability, the lives that are in your hands, boy, you better create something that works when we come back. We're going to talk more about what this is and what what did what did Terry find that was missing, and exactly what gap are we trying to bridge? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Healing has a ripple effect. One person's healing affects everyone around them. This is where the power of sharing our stories can be so important. Tune in to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Megan provides you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. Enact the power of radical change. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. Hello, friends. I am Terry J. Walker with the I Am Power Hour. And here is your soul-stretching success tip of the day. As you know, we have two core energies, love and fear. We always have the power of now and the choice to align with our source energy, which is based on love, light, truth, gratitude, and peace. Or we can choose to align with our ego, external influences and opinions that arise during our day, based in fear. You know those terms, frustration, worry, anger, and judgment. Well, each day as we awaken, we have the opportunity for a new day, a new start, and to align and empower ourselves and to raise our energy in appreciation. I hope you have a wonderful day filled with love, light, appreciation, and of course, alignment. Namaste, my beautiful friends, and I'll see you next time. Step into your highest potential and tune into embodying your higher self. Tools for Conscious Living with Michelle Champaka. You can listen on TransformationTalkRadio.com or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Michelle is an energy healer, intuitive, and shamanic practitioner dedicated to helping you heal and transform your life. For more information about sessions, coaching, and upcoming workshops and retreats, visit SpiritWeaverJourneys.com. What would you do with the power of community? How do you create your own rituals? Tune in to Living Your Gifts with me, Susan Huff, Ancient Applications for Modern Times, the second Wednesday of each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Our lives begin with the stories we are told and the stories we tell ourselves. Storytelling is the key. To learn more about me, visit LivingYourGifts.com. That's LivingYourGifts.com. Are you ready to become an unstoppable force of love in the world? Then don't miss the Creative Empowerment Show, Invoking Radical Love with Rachel Chase live every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Rachel shares tools, stories, and meditations to spark the flame of profound wisdom within you. If you want to awaken your superpowers and activate your heart, visit RachelChase.com. 
That's a theme song. I love it. <laughs> That's a theme song for the I Am Power Hour. Terry J. Walker and me, Dr. Pat. You know, we're going to work together now because we are going to work together to bridge the gap. And, you know, Terry, I think it's so wonderful that this is an idea that you had so many decades ago. Uh, and Olivia, who's producing the video end of this, is going to be putting videos up and images up and just showing people what we're talking about. Um, but if they want to find out more about this program, about the video you have on it, whatever you have, they can find that on your website. Yes. Right? Why don't we give them that? I am uh, Terry J. Walker. Yep. I am terryjwalker.com. And we've now got a, a new page on there. So when you're on there, go to the Bridging the Gap tab. Or we've now got it set up where you can go directly there at bridgingthegaptraining.com. So bridgingthegaptraining.com, or you can go to the Bridging the Gap tab on IamTerryJWalker.com. Uh, it's hot off of the press. We haven't got it totally and completely ready to roll, but we're going to start the trainings in September. And we're going to, I know everybody's time is very valuable. So I'm trying to work out a system and a way that we can get these workshops in and everybody can train through them. They are uh, approximately six hours worth of training. And each class, I'm gonna do it in segments of three, so two hour classes. And then people can come back and be able to say what worked, what didn't work, have any questions, I'm gonna work with them you know, as a whole in a group of, of the people that sign up for that particular class on that runs that week. And um, then they're going to be able to uh, come back and, and we'll talk about some of that and we'll keep moving forward. The good news is for the educators, uh, if they would like to get a six hour certification, training certification at the end of the class, they just need to let me know and I'll be happy to provide them that along with the syllabus and they can present that whether they're daycare workers, Head Start workers, early child educators, they can present that to uh, the powers that be uh, that oversee them as part of their training uh, to be, you know, approved as part of their training for their annual training CEUs. I think it's exciting. And, um, and not only that, it's very rare in this day and age to find a solution that you've already been we already have a track record for. Um, when we talk about bridging the gap, let's talk about, let's break this down. Okay. You know, because I mean, I wasn't kidding about the example I gave of the educators in Georgia. Yeah. That was a real event. And that's what happens when people don't feel heard. Or even if, if, if the other side thinks that they should feel heard, they're not feeling heard. Right. And so they give out signals that say, we need another way to communicate. We need another way to be heard. When we're talking about kids, though, Terry, and the way you described it before, we don't want this to go so far down the rabbit hole that we are putting children in jeopardy. And I'm not just talking about COVID. I'm talking about behavioral jeopardy. So what does this mean for the people listening? Well, and, and you just said it. You know, and I'm I'm extremely, extremely concerned about what uh, the future holds for what comes out of this COVID. Um, as far as you know, parents and educators, nobody knows about their job. 
I mean, we're all stressed out as far as that's concerned. Um, we, we don't know about our homes. We don't know about our finances. And, you know, there's a lot more depression. There's a lot more suicide. There's a lot more grief. There's a lot more loss. And there's probably going to be more divorce. Those things that went on prior to COVID, but now you add COVID in the midst of it. And the kids don't know whether they're going to school or they are or they aren't. And then they're supposed to uh, stay six feet away from each other or wear a mask. There is a lot of concerns about this and we're letting the feelings and the mindfulness and the stress uh, go down rabbit hole. And those are the things that we really need to focus on. And that's what bridging the gap focuses on. You know, Dr. Pat, a lot of people have asked me in the past, well, Terry, what is your definition of bridging the gap? Yeah. And I wanted to, and I, and I want to, I've thought about it and I finally put it together of how I wanted it to be. And so bridging the gap to me means to provide a unified point of connection, hence the bridge, towards improving communication, understanding, and mindfulness between people and or groups of people in an effort to achieve successful results for our children, for ourselves, whatever we need to do to be successful in this realm. Because if we lose the healthy relationships, the coping skills, the the lack of feeling and understanding and emotional, uh, our emotional guidance system, we're going to really be in trouble. And these kids are really going to be in trouble. Just like I said earlier, if they don't have a support system and they don't get it somewhere, we're going to have less uh, ability learning skills are going to go down coping skills inability to build healthy relationships inability to trust uh adults or others uh, a higher rate of depression and that's just the emotional side but even on the physical side those things lead to as we well know and studies show this heart issues uh diabetes obesity so it's not only affecting us emotionally but it's also going to affect our kids and us um, physically and you know we've talked about this a lot in the past where i've talked about everything begins basically from the inside out and we've created this whole stretching success and, and i've created the i am power hour but we're losing this if we continue to work in the stress and this chaos and this confusion and this change, if we don't grab a hold of it as adults and be able to understand it and be able to start working together, hmm. working together, bridging the gap for the self-worth and the self-esteem and the socialization of our children, there's going to be a lot more fallout than we could ever imagine. Yeah, you nailed it. I mean, I did, I've done a number of shows now with, uh, with um, Ellen, I've done the the push he brought from the Bronx. We've done a number of shows on recovery and addiction because it's at a, such an epidemic stage right now. Right. Um, and you know, part of this is for for us, and we've been educators in that arena for a long time. And for us, we're trying to find new ways to talk about it because part of what you said, included in what you said, is what happens when whether it's parents, whether it's children, whether it's educators. But we're seeing what happens when there is no bridge. 
And that all that remains is a gap. That gap gets filled with numbing behavior. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And, and that is a, the, one of the major problems today. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about people that are working from home. And I'm not saying this is all of you. I'm not saying this is all of you. But this is happening. Yeah. People working from home. And at 10 o'clock in the morning, they're pulling out a beer. Yeah. Um, because the pain of this and no way to talk about it. So yeah. what does this contain? Tell us about the skill sets and the things that you will bring forward in this. Well, we're going we're gonna to work on basically uh, such things as, well, let me get my notes here so I don't leave anything. Well, I, my sense was you were going to bring things together like mindfulness or success yeah. skills and thoughts and energy. Talking about overcoming stress and stress busters along with mindfulness techniques. See, when I was a probation officer and I was running these programs way back when, since that time, and I did the bridging the gap, now, like you said earlier, uh, incorporating all of the other things that I've been able to learn and the people I've studied like Jack Canfield and the success principles and being able to incorporate all of the things that I've been able to incorporate now, even back into bridging the gap, there is nothing else like this out there to help people be able to grow and to transform just like the overcoming stress and mindfulness techniques communication and listening skills, understanding how we can communicate better and understanding the fact of the development of our kids and what stage of development they're in to be able to work with them with less distraction and use our time as quality time instead of distracted time and to find uh, activities and coping skills that we can implement very easily that won't that not only will help us as adults but it's also going to help our kids to grow and be more mindful the emotional guidance system let me ask you a question pat yeah how are you feeling today well i can answer that question because i've just already tapped into it today um i have so many tools at my fingertips. But just tell me what you're feeling. Today that I'm on it, right now in this moment, mm-hmm. I feel awesome that I'm doing this with you. Awesome. Because this is my jam. There you go. Okay. This is, I've been working with you for a bunch of months. You know, we're bringing a powerful message. I feel like I'm on point with getting some message out. I feel like my own childhood and what I you know, what I reflect upon with the teacher, her name was Amy Sarah. I have tried to find her, um, save my life. Right. You know, she pulled me aside. She practiced exactly what you just talked about. She knew mm-hmm. exactly what to say to me at the end of a class within a short period of time. And, and think about this. Right. I have never forgot it. I right. can tell you exactly what her face looked like. I, I, but why? because she was the example of bridging the gap in action. So for me now, but the question really is, what happens when I'm not doing the show? Yeah. You know, am I gonna stay in touch with how I feel? Uh, I will tell you one thing about COVID-19 for me. It has given me 
a new and acutely sensitive nature. Right. I am reacting to things now that I've never reacted to before. I'm looking for a higher degree in quality in what we're doing in every show. Right. It has become a passion. Why? Because the, the doors have started to close in. Right. Sheltering in place. Quarantine for 14 days if you go to another state. Walking around my house with my best friend with a mask. Right? It's closing in. Right. You can't not help to feel the right. impact of this. And not everybody has got the outlet that I have, Terry. No, and they don't. And 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 that is that is a key. But I asked you what many of us might think as a very simple or simplistic question, if we even think to ask that question at <laughs> no, all. No, we don't. And so this is part of what we will be talking about in this training, in these workshops, because a lot of people, whereas you are a little bit more into understanding that, there's a lot of people out there that don't. If you go to the store or you talk to one of your friends or maybe even ask our, one of our beautiful producers on here, how are you feeling today? And they say, oh, okay. Or, eh, it's okay. Okay, by the way, it's not a feeling. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. But what I want to help people to understand is we need to be able to think about what is it exactly that I am feeling and be able to process that in our mind and our body and be able to discuss it. And we don't even do that with our kids. We don't do it with ourselves. We can't, how do you expect us to, to help our kids because they're feeling this, what rolls down from us is, is affecting them dramatically. And that is a big part of bridging the gap and, and part of this training is to get in touch and understand feelings, to be able to have those questions, to be able to have that conversation and to be able to help that child be able to identify an actual feeling and discuss why yeah. they're feeling that way. Yeah. Because we've gotten so far removed from that. Oh. That is just one of the small aspects that we're going to talk about in these training workshops. And that's you know, going to help kids to be able to even cope even better. Well, I want to talk Otherwise, about that when we're numbing it. I want to talk about that when we come back from break, because we're starting to see it, Terry. Yes. You know, I think about the young woman that took the picture of the hallways of a school. Mm -hmm. And so far, she's gotten death threats. She's gotten, she's been blacklisted. Right. But nobody asked her, they asked her why you did it. But nobody asked her how she felt about going back to school. Right. Why would somebody take a picture of a crowded hallway? Why would you ask somebody why they did that in the middle of an epidemic with no masks on? How about asking her, how do you feel about going back to school, given what you saw? When we come back, Terry does those hard questions. We'll be right back. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, 
certified life and recovery coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Your eternal purpose is calling out to you each and every day. Are you listening? Tune in to Dynamic Destiny Radio with Coach Pete Cafarcio every first and third Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to be your authentic self and live the life that you were destined for. Learn practical tools to discover your purpose and conquer other fears that keep you stuck in a life of mediocrity. Learn more about Coach Pete by visiting PeteCoaching.com. How many times do you find yourself saying, it was nothing, or just doing my job, when really you knocked it out of the park? How did you get like this? Next time someone tells you, great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage to be Seen Radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach, and mentor. From her experiences one-on-one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self and how far you can go by being more you. Check out her website, CourageToBeSeen.com. You have the courage to be seen. See you later. Get your goddess groove on with me, Laura Hostler. Tune in every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com, where I offer you authentic channel messages of love, inspiration, and heart-healing grace. Get your goddess groove on. When the goddess speaks, everyone listens. For more information, visit laurahosford.com. That's laurahosford.com. Hey, welcome back, everybody. We're talking with Terry J. Walker about bridging the gap. Um, and, and Terry, you know, we are talking about some real harm that happens. And the gap not that the gap didn't exist before COVID-19, but the gap did not get smaller as a result of the impact of changes in environment behavior. Uh, And studies show this, you know, we talk about, you know, when you experience stress, it's disastrous, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. And that's one of the other things we're going to talk about in this, in these trainings and workshops is, is the effects of stress and how to eliminate, maybe not totally eliminate it, but to be able to cope with and handle it much more effectively. In turn, we help our children to be able to cope with it and handle it much more effectively. That'll come out in the mindfulness techniques that I'm talking about in there as well. We're going to talk about, you know, some deep breathing exercise. We're going to talk about the uh, importance of meditation. Uh, we're going to go through a lot of things that are really going to bring things together for people. And to even be able to try to get this down into six hours is incredibly 
difficult, but it's going to be jam-packed with information. Mm -hmm. And I will still be here available for you after they are over, uh, after the classes are over. And if you would like to uh, work with me even more, we can certainly talk about that with the coaching that I have and the soul stretching success. So there's a lot of other ways that, you know, we can carry this even further out than just the trainings themselves. But I'm, uh, I want to be able to work with the school systems. I am excited about working with parents. I'm excited about being able to do this online uh, since that's the way things have to be done anymore. But I'm going to try to make it to the point to where people that it's convenient for them and uh, that, you know, hopefully they can sign up for hours or times that's going to work for them and, and be beneficial for them. And uh, to try to do this all in a six hour thing, it's not going to work. I don't believe, <laughs> I think, you know, trying to cut it into two hours and then giving them time to sleep on it, if you will, maybe try to utilize it and involve those techniques, come back to the next workshop and discuss maybe some of the concerns or questions or should I, how could I have done this better? And we will, we will, we will work on that and continue to move forward with the next set of information. I'm also going to provide them with some activities and that'll be automatically downloaded and notes that they will be able to utilize uh, as we go through this program. So I'm just so excited about it. So what are some of the things that people will learn and learn how to do? Uh, and I'm sure you will, you will adapt this to whatever the needs are of the yes. people that need to learn from it. Overall, uh, one of the first things, it'll be, like I said, very informative, educational insights and activities in which basically one of the things they'll learn is how to create quality time with exercises and activities that I'm going to provide to them in a way to help enhance their child's basic emotional needs, just like cool. the feelings and stuff. Hey, I've got a couple of, um, of reviews. If you want to take a look at those and maybe share them with the audience. Well, I think part of this is to really look at the impact that this has had already. You know, so sometimes we do a show like this and people think this is new. No, it's not new. It is adapted for the times we live in. And I, and I was looking at what, you know, an early child care development administrator w wrote to you about, you know, when it comes to this idea of playing and learning and growing and emotional. And what they said is your Bridging the Gap workshop was so easy to incorporate in a classroom. We're even getting positive feedback from the parents. I'd love to see more early childhood educators be trained with this information. The children benefit most from this experience. And, you know, that is an observation that an administrator has and getting to see the results quickly. Yes. I mean, it's, it's immediate results. And, you know, living in the world as we live in today, we all want that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it takes, it takes some education. It takes some learning. And, it, and a lot of this stuff is common sense information, but many of us have forgotten it. And we get so tied up in the change, the chaos, the stress, and we forget, you know, and this is where the mindfulness and the work I'm going to do with you to bring this back down. But you're not only going to hear it from me, you're going to have the activities to be able to review and the notes to be able to review. And you're going to have the time to go try it out. 
and come yeah. back and 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 tell us how it went and and i'm sure that i'm going to get continued reviews just like i've gotten from that one well, of the other things i'm sorry go ahead well one of the things that i wanted to comment on is you know in the work that we do as trainers and you know this mm-hmm. one of the things that is so powerful for adults is role plays yes uh, but you know when you apply role plays to children it is beyond powerful yes. and you had some experience with that i was reading you know what another uh, ed, uh educator said about it and they and this is really kind of uh, this is important because yes. when you think about the fact that people are loving the material that you're putting together and that's what this person says love the material love your material refer to the book and give my classroom role plays as you suggested the feeling activities and terms that have been wonderful experience for the children so and then they go on to say it's so easy to implement understand and relate now that is a major breakthrough because you know and i know when we're trying to teach adults role plays that's a whole nother thing <laughs> that's true and you know a lot of that came from all of the work i've done with family counseling with individual counseling, with group counseling. And so I'm going to help these educators because they never learned that in school necessarily mm-hmm. of how to handle a group, how to allow children to work with each other. Another beautiful thing is we will talk about bullying and, and abuse and, and, and things like that, which is massively important. And I, I help them to be able to give positive feedback and help these kids learn how to be positive with their peers and give positive feedback to their peers. How about that? Instead of the bullying and, and, and the pushing and the shoving, what would it be like for a child to be able to sit in some of this, these group settings, if you will, even if they are six feet apart in a big, huge circle, right? And to have one look at another and be able to give positive feedback after that one has spoken. What an amazing, I mean, this, this excites me so much. I know. What an amazing thing that would be for the self-esteem of that child, along with the courage and the strength for the child giving that. Yeah. Amazing I, things can happen. Well, it's really groundbreaking. It's groundbreaking beyond that. I mean, yes. one of the things I was reading from the vice chancellor, uh, vice chancellor of instruction from the board of regions yep. is, uh, you know, it's exactly what you're talking about, but we don't really talk about it very much. And that is the idea of participation, communication, and listening. Now, yes. a lot of times, Terry, right. We want to focus on the kids, mm-hmm. but this comment from the vice chancellor addresses everybody in the mix and the chancellor goes on to say i want to commend you on your development of bridging the gap to develop better communication between families and educators is an excellent concept i'm certain your experience in developing and implementing treatment strategies for at-risk youth has given you exceptional insight into early intervention in the lives of children. And that comment, fast forward to where we are today. Yeah. We are in a scenario where I don't think families recognize 
that there are more children at risk for the things you just talked about than they can imagine. But yes. the, the vice chancellor talks about early, early, early experiences. And I think that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to get in there now and say, I can help now. Yes. I mean, you know, we've, we've talked about uh, breaking the snooze button habit and that dirty little word of procrastination. Well, we can't keep putting <laughs> this off. <laughs> I mean, we just can't. I mean, people's emotional status is at stake here. These kids' emotional status and socialization is at stake here. If you turn on any channel of the news, they're going to tell you that. But we have the capabilities to resolve a lot of this, whether the kids go back to school or not. If the parents understand how to do this and create quality time with their children and be able to implement these activities, there's that. If they do go back to school and the, and the teachers and the educators and the daycare workers and the Head Start workers all begin to understand how to do this and implement this during that school day or that time, this doesn't take, this doesn't take hours and hours and hours. This just takes a matter of minutes or in the classroom, maybe utilize 30 minutes of your day to provide this because the time is now to start incorporating these activities, these ideas and, and, and how they will mm -hmm. work. Yeah. I was reading at what, I mean, folks should know that the, you know, part of this work that you do also involves, for example, technology center. And one of the things that, you know, these folks said was they're talking about the fact that your approach hits at the core of mm -hmm. the problem. That is very important because yes. a lot of approaches hit the peripheral. Yes. You know what I mean? Because on the outside, you go, you go to one of these and the outside starts to look good. What these folks are saying, it hits the core yes. between educators, children, and families. And then goes on to say that, you know, this is an education process. Their education process becomes enhanced. And that is, I think, one of the greatest challenges we have in the world today, COVID or no COVID. Exactly. But it's that. Yes. Yes. I mean, whether we had COVID or not, this was already going mm -hmm. on. The COVID has just, uh, you know, enlarged it, enhanced the whole, the whole issues. And maybe it's brought it to the forefront now where people are willing to kind of take the time to listen and say, you know, but something's got to happen. Something's got to get better than this. Because my, like I said earlier in the show, Dr. Pat, my greatest concern is if we don't catch this now and we don't start making these efforts now with these, these ideas, these activities, everything that I'm going to help them to implement, understanding how to build healthier relationships, understanding how to mirror the process with those relationships, build healthy, trusting, positive relationships. That is hugely significant because if not, the effects of this are going to be catastrophic on down the road and we're going to have more issues of numbing as you put it with alcohol and drugs the feelings of not fitting in the lack of trust the lack of building healthy relationships 
but we've got to learn to look at ourselves as a parent, as an educator, and be able to help the others, uh, our children, to grow and be prosperous and successful. Yeah, I think part of the thing you're also talking about is, you know, you're bringing to the forefront something that isn't about guilt and shame and blame. Yes. Right? Um, And, you know, one of the things I was looking at uh, where, you know, people were talking about the bridging the gap training and how it's very beneficial. But one of the things, you know, this particular administrator uh, talked about the administrator for comprehensive learning center talked about was all of the things that we've discussed already, but they added something new. They said, we now have improved communication and awareness and awareness is right at the core. It's a cornerstone for understanding bullying. Yes right yes yes when and and like i and i don't know i mentioned earlier you know my background i not only dealt with bullying but i i dealt with when i worked inpatient um Mm. emotional abuse yeah that's physical abuse yeah and yes dr pat even sexual abuse yeah and i dealt with all that even with young kids who had been sexually abused yep and these are the things that I had to understand, put together, living on the front lines of what it was that we were missing. And so now I'm going back to the parents and the educators to help them to understand how we can do this. I mean, this is such a valuable, a valuable program. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this so mm-hmm. that later on, we all don't have a fallback of what's continuing to happen now. Now, and the other thing is, um, I wanna make sure folks know how to find this on your site, but you also have written books on this. How do people find out more about this? You can find the books, uh, Bridging the Gap, An Educator's Guide is on Amazon. Bridging the Gap, A Parent's Guide is on Amazon. They're also on my website, which will take you link to Amazon and you can purchase the books there. But again, this training will be based on those books, but you actually get to work directly with me. Uh, You will hopefully meet other people who have signed up in the classes to where maybe you can meet and make some some good friends and bridge the gap with people that are like-minded wanting to you know, improve their ways of being, thinking, and doing uh, uh, along with their kids. So you may even meet some uh, some uh, good like-minded friends in there who also are trying to bridge the gap. Um, the other part of it is you can find Bridging the Gap information at bridgingthegaptraining.com. That's bridgingthegaptraining.com. And that will take you directly to the page on the site. Um, I know we've got a few minutes left. Um, and I wanted to just recap a little bit about, you know, what you are bringing to the forefront in the world uh, and really addressing an issue that is not talked about very much in the headlines. I mean, we don't see it quite this way, but you have to wonder you have to wonder how the relationships between families, children, 
uh, educators because people are learning now online. Yes. But what that relationship is is like um, and the tension that's involved in that and the change that that's involved in that, you know, you have a totally different environment now. You mm -hmm. have kids that are not getting up, getting on a bus, going to school, being in the school environment, going to their lockers, going to their gym. Uh, you got something totally different. And, you know, if you hear a couple of the, the youngsters I talk to talk, you know, they talk about, yeah, I get up, I have to go online, da da da, da I have to figure it out. You know, my, my mom needs to help me with the interface. I mean, this is a new world. It is. It is. Absolutely, it is. And so, Terry, ahead. I think, you know, in closing, I would love for you to share for our, for our audience the next step for them and why this is so important to you. Well, like I said, one of the things I would love for you to do is go to bridgingthegaptraining.com. We're going to start the workshops in September. They're slated to start then. You can go ahead and sign up and say, yes, you are interested. And then once we get everything lined up with some dates and things like that, uh, we will certainly get back with you on the email. The other portion of this is um, if you come back through in September and you want to do this, you can do it that way. You can also look at the books if you if you choose to do so. But I'm really strongly recommending the the training so that we can talk about the activities. We can work on going through them and how to implement them more than effectively than just by reading it from a book. The I Am Hour is over, but the I Am Power possibilities continue. Thanks for tuning in to the I Am Power Hour, soul-stretching success with me, Terry J. Walker. And me, Dr. Pat, right here on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, feeling pumped? You know it. Tune in next time to flex your I Am muscles and supercharge your soul-fueled success. Let's create greater, aspire higher, live a whole lot larger because everything you've held in your heart's desire is coming to you right now. Make sure you listen to all of our shows and check it out at soulstretchingsuccess.com. See you next time. <laughs> See you next time. Yeehaw! Yeah. <laughs>